It is so hard to put into words just how much we're going to miss this show, but we're going to try to. We're going to break down this series finale with special guests Emil Ennis Jr. and Cornelia Stradwick. Stay tuned. We've got that coming up after this. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Can we take it all in, guys? Take Pouring it out my fake wine for a rosin. What an iconic song. This well, is the Fitz and Olivia song. This is, this is. This is a song for all the loyal Olitzers. Welcome to our after show, guys. Um, it's a somber mood tonight. We are sad. It's It's bittersweet. But we're going to try and get through all of our thoughts and feelings and emotions, not just about tonight's series finale, but about the amazing seven seasons that we've had with this amazing show. Thank you for joining us tonight. I'm your host, Christine, and I am joined by the full panel, Tessa, Paris, and Jessica. And we brought back the OG crew. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Wait, what camera are we looking at? Oh, hello. Please. Hi. Reverse side. <laughs> <laughs> in the guest seats. Yes, welcome. Previous hosts of the Scandal After Show, Emil Ennis Jr. and Cornelia Stradwick. Hi, guys. Thank you for coming. Thank, Thank you for having us. us. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is um, pretty amazing. And just for our new viewers who just know us, these two started... And Mel in particular, he started season one, day one, by episode himself. one by himself, sitting here at AfterBuzz TV when AfterBuzz was new. And then jumping on, I mean, just, it's just epic. Yeah, he started. It's and epic. Then it was, was something. Yes. Yeah. It's epic. Yes. It, was, uh, so you guys. it was me and Mari Fagel, who's friends with Maria Menunos in studio. Sophia joined episode three because we recapped uh episodes one and two in the first episode mm-hmm. then bam joined uh episode four i believe Cornelia joined season two i'm yes. emotional <laughs> i've had some wine yes. um and he got a paper towel so his face is about to be <laughs> i'm there with you <laughs> survival oh, kit for scandal oh, guys God. Mm. And our viewers have been asking, asking, mm-hmm. bring them yes. back, bring them back, come back. So this is for you guys. This is for all of our loyal, loyal viewers for over seven seasons. Um, yeah, this is for yeah. You. I, I really want to start the show by thanking you guys mm-hmm. so much for tuning into our show, for giving us a chance. I know when our panel took over <laughs> season six. You know, y'all it was very mad. different. Some of y'all were mad. <laughs> we're the we're, whole crew. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep it a buck because it's the last day. A lot of you were upset, but I'm so glad that we we worked our way into your hearts. Yeah, you guys gave us a chance, down. and we were able to bring our take to the scandal world. Mm, and yeah. just like the cast is, we're a fan here, and it's been amazing hosting with you guys. I'll get into all that later, but um, I want to just get into the episode because everyone in the live chat is going off about their feelings, whether they were underwhelmed or overwhelmed about this finale. So just to get the temperature in the room, how were you guys underwhelmed, overwhelmed, satisfied? Are you missing something? Do you feel satisfied? Let's, let's, let's kick it, it to, yeah. yeah. As one of the OGs, I think I'm a little... This show, in general, has a special place in my heart. 
because it was literally the very beginning of my hosting career. So to see it end, I don't have like any feelings of whether it was good or bad. It's just I I remember at the genesis of the show when it started, there was no character like Carrie Washington mm-hmm. on television. There was mm-hmm. no black female lead on television and now like it seems like a commonplace you have shows you have these movies but at the time it was such a huge deal mm-hmm. to have a a female african-american lead who wasn't a stereotype who was like actually breaking barriers and regardless of whether or not the finale did the job because first of all i'm just gonna be real transparent i text Cornelia after i finally caught up with all the episodes i i i don't i wasn't here for your episode when you recap this particular episode but i still don't understand how quinn fit in the suitcase so they're gonna need to (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna need to explain that for me because she was pregnant can't nobody fit in the suitcase but i'm gonna let that go eventually um (laughs) (laughs) when you have like the extra zip out she can't fit but i'm gonna let it go um regardless they had to wrap it up they had to like put a, a pin on it do i think everything was realistic no but has it been on this show mm-hmm. no yeah. so if you like what what does sophia used to always say suspend like your um disbelief yeah yeah, th- yeah she used to say suspend yeah. your disbelief if you do that and just realize that they had to wrap it up and mm-hmm. it is what it is i'm sad that david had to die i know um yeah i'm just i i just let me be. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think the show served its purpose yeah. for us. Because yeah. at one point, and this is just me being honest, it jumped a shark a couple seasons ago where mm-hmm. every people were like, listen, I can't watch this. Because it was to- it was a totally different show. Right. It got mm-hmm. back on track. This season, I, me and Emil will, will be talking. I'll be like, yo, Scandal is good mm-hmm. again. Like It, it was mm-hmm. a really good show. So regardless of how it ended, if you think it was realistic or not, if, if, if so-and-so did this and you don't think Olivia should have did that, for me, the purpose of the show was it was the first show that brought people together and watched TV together socially on social media. Yeah, they yes. weren't doing that before. They were, they were, they not. were not doing they that before Scandal. Yes. Scandal was the first show that had us glued to the TV and tweeting and Facebooking about a show, and which is one of the reasons why it was renewed for season mm-hmm. two because it yeah. was so powerful. So I think for that purpose, it it served its purpose and I and, and it buttoned it up well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Um, I was overwhelmed with emotion, but um, in terms of the actual show, I, I agree with you. I think they pinned it up nicely. Um, very upset that David had to die. I think we were right in our prediction that someone had to. I right. just absolutely did not think it was going to be David. Who did you think it was? Who who did you think it was going to be? We were all betting that it was going to be Cyrus yeah. or mm-hmm. Jake. I think we said last season, yeah, like one of the bad guys, one yeah. of the bad guys. But then I guess it would be. Is that cliche? I don't know if yeah. that's really cliche with Scandal because they've had so many cliches happen. But um, I didn't think it was going to be David until the exact scene, the way it was framed up, where it was like, okay, yeah. this, that's what's yeah. going to happen. But I, I'm, I'm happy with the way it ended. I am. I, I got my Olitz ending. Um, <laughs> justice was served one way or another. And the only thing that I was disappointed about was the fact that Huck didn't really get I know he's like a minor character but he's still a gladiator and I don't yeah. feel like there was mm. anything special about his send off yeah. um, even Marcus got a better mm-hmm. ending That's I mean true. he's with the president of the United States right. and mm-hmm. he was a gladiator who came on later um, I also for some reason was hoping that there would be an easter egg dropped about Harrison maybe throwing it back to like the older seasons but yeah. we didn't get that so otherwise I'm okay with it 
We definitely mm-hmm. didn't yeah. get no Harrison no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> Not even a choice. <laughs> Not even like Harrison's a... Long right. Yeah. They did, they did so well bringing in our past characters that we love. Hollis Doyle. I mean, we, we got our Sally um, Langston back last week. Mm-hmm. And I think... I don't know. I agree. Like, it's hard to say, like, overwhelmed, underwhelmed, because, of course, there were little niches that's like, okay, like, does that make sense? That kind of happened quick. But at the same time, what could they do? There right. was one more episode, and they had to kind of put a pretty bow onto it. Um, it hasn't hit me yet. Like, I was emotional watching it, but it hasn't fully hit me that this is, like, over. You know? Like, It'll hit you next Thursday. It, it's over. Like, I need to go back and fully watch it. It's a little bit different because we do the show, so we're in the trenches of watching it, talking about it, watching it, talking mm-hmm. about it, but actually letting mm-hmm. it settle in. It's, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm still processing. I'm with you. I'm still processing. I'm satisfied, but I have to say I'm a little disappointed in Cyrus's ending. I get yes. that his punishment is that he has to live with himself and mm-hmm. and he's devastated. He I get that, but I wanted him outed. I wanted everyone to know the evil that is Cyrus. And it's just him having to live with it, which is, is painful, but I wanted more. He deserves it all. He deserves to be like crucified. So I was a little unsatisfied with that. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I am satisfied. That's kind of all I can say right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people in the chat agree they wanted Cyrus to either have died or have gotten a harsher punishment for everything that happened. And, and I have to say I agree. Like, mm-hmm. he was the villain towards the end, but he was one of the principal characters to begin with. So I guess Shonda couldn't go that far with him, which I, I don't know. I guess I, would, I wanted her to take that risk with the yeah. last episode, but it's all, it's all good. Or maybe this, because when we really think about Cyrus and his, and his character arc throughout the whole series. He's not the worst one on the show. He's not. He's not the worst one on the show. This season, he was the bad guy because, yeah, he wanted the Oval and he wanted to be president. But if we're talking about people who paying the price for what they did, I don't, I'm not surprised that Cyrus didn't really take a hit because mm-hmm. Jake did kill, um, what's Cyrus? He's, what's James. 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 He killed James. Yes. Oh, don't bring that he, up. He was a little terror. Like, everybody else had their moment, and Cyrus was always dirty, but he always managed to kind of stay clean in a mm-hmm. sense. So mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised mm-hmm. that he didn't really fall, take a fall, because if other people should take a fall, Rowan should have took a fall, and Jake mm-hmm. should have took a fall. Those two, they were mm-hmm. the worst. They were. Mm-hmm. The I villains. just need, I, I, yeah. I feel like I needed Cyrus to lose custody of his child. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he um, got, he... I mean, the she child he doesn't even take care yeah. of. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he? She living with like his little prostitute husband. Yeah. Wow. You got to call him a prostitute. He, that, he yeah. said it himself. We'll call him an escort to be nice. Uh, sure. <laughs> I agree. He should have. He should have. Um, something should have happened. But I think perhaps because all that stuff transpired when he was in prison. I was previously. thinking about that too. Yeah. So mm. we've seen him in jail, and we've seen him, you know, go down for something that maybe he was or wasn't involved in. And I agree. I guess he is. Is, his hands are clean and all of their sins are the same. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything mm-hmm. that he's done in the past, Carrie's, uh, Carrie, look, <laughs> Olivia's been with him. Everyone's been with him along the way. So, but Jake, ah, y'all know. Oh, if, y'all know how, how, yeah, I feel how about do you Jake. feel about Jake now? How's that? <laughs> big moment for me because I have always been a Laker. Um, I dis, I was totally done. I was through, I threw Jake entirely away this season. Um, this episode, I didn't feel bad for him. I wouldn't have went to see him. The only thing is like, <laughs> he just should not have gotten involved in the first place. 
Period. Point blank. Him switching sides last minute, switching from Ellie to Cyrus. Now you in jail for the rest of your life. Catch that team. But, you know, it goes back to that conversation that Liv and Cyrus had when he was in jail talking about the debt had to be paid. And I think the way that they wrapped this up this episode was Jake paid the debt for everybody's sins in, in scandal. It really came down to that. And I knew... I mean, that part when uh, Papa Pope was testifying and he's like, listen, you need to give the people somebody, like, but okay, it's not going to be me, it's, it's going to be Jake. So someone had to go down for it. It's just kind of ironic because he was always the one who had, like, no ties to anyone and no family and no loyalty, and yet he was the one that took the fall. I know. He had family, he just killed her. <laughs> True. Wife, True. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? They all like prided themselves in being like, we'll go over a cliff for everyone. Yeah. And da, 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 da. We're gladiators. And Jake was always like solo. Yeah. So he's going to be solo in prison. That's why. <laughs> he's still I mean, solo, I guess. But he's happy because he's like living in the sun. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right, him being in jail. Prison will be a breeze for him. I'm like, he's B613. He's going he's gonna to be fine in prison. Because he's been a whole. Yeah, I okay. feel like this is going to be easy for him. Anyone tries to go for him, like he can protect himself. So, right, he'll he's chilling there. Drinking that prison wine, mm-hmm. that prison wine. <laughs> the toilet, they get TV know. in there. Oh my god, they, they got calls. Facebook. They be on exactly. cell phones in jail. Exactly. Now we too. seen. Uh, oh, I was about to throw some shit. Y'all ain't caught up on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Sheree be calling her. Uh, <laughs> Do that all the time. Tyrone, her prison, her prison calling her. You have a call from the federal prison. They be so shady on Real Housewives. Oh my god! <laughs> they, they put on loop. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Side god. note: We digress. Side yeah. note: Right. <laughs> well, someone didn't make it out of this season. That was David Rosen. Um, oh, do you think that w- that had to happen, or do- could we have done without that in this finale? <sighs> I think we could have done without it. I, I mean, I did think there needed to be a death, but his is not that important. It makes me sad because he's always the good guy, but it wasn't even so shocking that I'm like, oh my God, I can't, you know, I feel like if you're going to have a death, make it big. Rosen was just like an, an easy way out, I think. Mm. I don't know. I, honestly, I just feel like, first of all, I feel like the finale should have been longer than an hour. Yes. Agreed. Yep. Um, I feel like it it didn't feel rushed but in a way it did. It did. Yeah. It felt mm-hmm. like every like I said earlier, like it felt like everything just tied up too neatly and um I don't know, it, it, I don't I don't want to say it felt like an afterthought, but it kind of it I just felt like we need to end this show, let's end it. Okay, cool, it's done. You know what I mean? The killing David. You felt you felt did you feel rushed? A little yeah. bit. I I felt like that mm-hmm. at a little bit too. because if it was a, for a show that had like I said earlier for a show that had like such an impact mm-hmm. in the TV landscape it just seemed like kind of why are you only giving it an hour mm-hmm. yeah. including commercials like 45 minutes like why why mm-hmm. I, I just need it more well but then which storyline would have gotten built out because because yeah. something would have had to get stretched the b613 storyline i think they kind of they threw it in last week and that could have really expanded because there's so many levels to it i mean that's something that we started off from the beginning with so to see it unravel and to have all these people in that moment that Rowan came to testify was like such a big moment. Yeah. It was like, Purr! yeah, just Rowan's it literally like, was like, okay, cool, button, oh, it's done. And I was like, oh, that was easy. I don't know, yeah, like, I don't know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I also I enjoyed uh, Rowan's monologue about white privilege and everything, but it, it kind of felt out of place to me in in the context of so where that was in the episode. You uh, you thought so? I liked mm-hmm. it because liked he was it. basically saying. 
And Shonda wrote this episode, Shonda Rhimes wrote this episode, and, and Rowan, his monologues are always nuggets for black people, not for necessarily sure. his character. Right. So right. I appreciated it because he was pretty much saying, we built this country, mm-hmm. we've been protecting and dying on the sand mm-hmm. for y'all, and y'all sitting up in mm-hmm. here with your suit on looking all cute, mm-hmm. with your jail in your hair. Like, I, I appreciated it being at the end like that because after Olivia tried to fix it, after uh, uh, Guillermo uh, Huck and, Huck. and Katie Lowe's <laughs> Quinn, after all of these people came and tried to fix it, here comes the black man. That's what, like to me, it was placed like, okay, so mm. here I am to clean it up for y'all again. Like, mm-hmm. that's why yeah. I appreciated it where it was. Yeah. And I, I appreciated the monologue and it was facts only, but I felt like they were just trying to find a place to put this factual mm. monologue in that's, that's like, how i felt too like I'm, I'm not mad that it was said it was just necessarily about where it was yeah. but i you know with the writing shonda had to leave us with like real real life truths and mm-hmm. gems she always finds a way to drop that somewhere and even down to the very ending which honestly yes. shot me to death like mm. tears just seeing those two black girls go to the museum and see that beautiful jaw-dropping portrait of olivia pope and you know that will inspire them and just I don't, I don't know like it, it was just a, a really great image to see but i wonder what that image means like why is she up there <laughs> well you know they don't really know why it got there but she she was the backbone behind both of those presidencies like it's but not like she normally get paintings I, like right, that you better spill goes, that tea <laughs> i think it goes back if y'all remember when marcus was helping fitz set up his foundation mm-hmm. and he was talking about where where does yeah. olivia pope fall in this story what is her legacy mm-hmm. so i think because he got his you know gun control bill pushed and now he's like making some type of moves finally um I think that Marcus had something to do with, or that conversation with Fitz kind of right. spurred it, and they wanted to wrap it back, of course, to Michelle Obama. Y'all know that famous portrait yeah. in that moment. So, you know what I will say? I'll say to say what I, when we were talking about earlier, if you were saying like if it was two hours, what we have seen. I think I just wanted for a show that had such an impact, and I think I'm just biased because I just love the show. <laughs> If we're getting this show off the air, I think I just wanted to see more of the aftermath because this episode, Mm -hmm. it was a lot of, okay, are they going to go to jail? The B613 fallout and all that stuff. Okay, Jake's in jail. Olivia like wraps up with him. Like even the Jake scene, I didn't need that. That was too long. Like I didn't care about like her saying goodbye to Jake. I didn't. didn't, Same with the Cyrus scene. Exactly. Like I wanted more of, and and granted, like the Cyrus thing was cool because, you know, he always wanted that. So to see him like look down at the seal, like I understood the, Mm -hmm. I just wanted more of, of everything else to see the aftermath where like you said where did Huck go like what what, yeah. what is the aftermath of all these different things what is Abby gonna do after she says goodbye to David like I for a show that had such an impact I really just wanted to see more yeah. it's like they didn't show us anymore to like kill all hopes of any spinoff <laughs> yeah. or any yeah. sort of like don't, don't even <laughs> imagine anything else because I don't need a spinoff it's gonna yeah. be done because what would the spinoff be let's be real right. like what would the spinoff be no we're QPA. good <laughs> we're good QPA and someone said a B613 spinoff that's a no that's like <laughs> that's, that's like when they made show. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to me I was like what this yeah. is like a spinoff of, I wouldn't mind like, that if she took it to Netflix and did it the way that we would want to see it with the blood and the gore and mm-hmm. the actual in the trenches like yeah. I don't want I wouldn't want to see it on ABC I yeah, want, I no. would want that to be if she did it. I'm not asking for it. Right. But, <laughs> trust. But then put it on a cable platform so she can really. Oh, I like it. this comment. Somebody yes. said uh, a five, five years, years later, flash forward for yes. the last five minutes episode would have been cool. I See, agree. That's what I, had I predicted. Yeah. That would have been. That's nice. what I wanted. I kept mm-hmm. waiting for my five years later. I'm like, oh, so it, they're not going to do it. 
it almost seems like the way they ended it with Liv and Fitz saying hi to each other, it's like, are we just starting over? Is it just like... Yeah. I like well, that. I like that. No, I, I liked it, but that's I, the sentiment I got. Yeah. Like, let's I, start over again. Yeah. I think that... I don't know. Like, the whole... We talked about it so much on this panel. Just like, oh, it's going to end with a litz, a litz, a litz. And I like that she didn't have Carrie's moment defined by a man. And I think that speaks to what Tony Goldwyn said when mm-hmm. we interviewed him last week. Um, <laughs> Check that out. Yeah, go watch that interview. Um, he literally was like, "This show is not about care, uh, not about Olivia and her relationships. Like that is not the basis. It's about what a female can do, what a black female can do when she's in power and the mm-hmm. moves that she can make." So I think that if they would have ended it like, "Oh, they're gonna go to Vermont," because I thought <laughs> she was gonna say that mm-hmm. <laughs> in that moment, that that Melly was like, "What's next?" Yeah. And I was like Vermont making jam um but (laughs) but I'm happy because it's like okay let's tangle hi nice to meet you Mm -hmm. let's get acquainted and I took it as it it speaks to how Olivia and Fitz's relationship is Mm -hmm. it's it's up and down up Mm -hmm. and down up and down it's the I'm so into you and then it's the I hate your guts let's not talk again I don't know if I want to do this because it's wrong Mm -hmm. so the hi I took it as typical Olitz hi how many times (laughs) you seen her say that to Fitz she's been saying that since season one so I was like okay they're they're good again they're good now Mm -hmm. I was just watching you because you know you used to hate Olitz I used to listen I used to take the most heat because I was anti Olitz we get heat too Mm -hmm. this was just so whiny and it was he was just so Mm -hmm. were you (laughs) a lake though I was I was more Olay or I was more for Olay mainly because they knew what that was. Jake was the only one who was kind of like, okay, this is weird. And Olivia was using Jake, yes, and he was like her little whipping boy, but I felt like we were clear about what this was. The back and forth with Olitz, and then he was still married, and he was being a little punk sometimes. I just couldn't take that. <laughs> yeah. I used to get dragged every week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I bet. It's real. There were so many little like Easter eggs in this episode, kind of calling back to previous Easter seasons. Eggs. Easter That's eggs. So cute. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they call them. Like, I loved the uh, take off your clothes that Fitz mm-hmm. said to Olivia. That was like a play. Um, calling back to season one, I think episode two, that was what he said to her in that tape of their of them having sex. Mm-hmm. That was used in the Amanda, Amanda Tanner scan, uh, scandal. Oh, I, so I like that. It was like, he was like, oh take off gosh. your clothes. Yeah. And no one knew who was on the recording, but it was really Olivia. So yeah. I was like, yes. Yes. Love right. that. Gosh, yeah. Way to, yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, there was also one in the scene with David and Jake. I'm forgetting the exact line now. Was it, I always liked you, David? Like, is that how he started when he killed James? Mm -hmm. Well, it was the be smart. The be smart. That's where it started. Because that's when he was like, do you Mm want to get shot or are you going to be smart about the situation? And then he was like, yeah. And then that's why he was under Jake for all this time. Yeah, I like that. But that little give and take, I get what they were trying to do, but it did feel very forced. Like, is he going to kill him? No. But yet Cyrus did. There's so many things that that was wrong about that scene. Like Cyrus going... Poisoning him after Olivia did her wine, <laughs> her wine poison thing. <laughs> a couple of episodes ago that we were dying laughing over. But I don't know that. Of course, he was why did, to like die. too predictable. Too predictable. Yeah, like why did Abby let him go alone? Yeah, like he literally left their bed better. in the middle of the night. Oh, let me just go meet up with the person we're going against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Why? 
And the fact that it was Ugh. reported on the news that David Rosen died at Cyrus's house. Yes. The, the AG that's, you know, investigating you. Nobody had nothing to say <laughs> about it. was a random yeah. attack. And I'm like, this is ever. Yeah. That pissed me off. Like, Why Sally Lanks and they said, lovers of liberty. That is drool. <laughs> <laughs> you know I got a drool with problem. I always be drooling. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but you know what that scene with oh, Rosen and, and um, Jake I feel like they needed that scene because they were trying to show I mean like Rosen has been weak this whole this whole series he's been like such a weak pushover character so I feel like they were trying to show that Rosen has finally got his strength he's found his voice he's standing up to this guy who's threatening to kill him which I don't know if I could do I mean he called him a bitch like that's a lot so I think they were trying to show us like look at Rosen he's strong but didn't last too long. He was trying to pull that. a melee. He was trying. Yeah, I mean, he pulled a full melee. Pretend he's strong, but really, you ain't strong. <laughs> That's a full melee. Does anyone, I mean, we're not going to get to see it play out, but does anyone low-key think Marcus is going to become the new Liv for Melly now that they're together? I feel like... Well, he's been the Liv. Yeah. He's yeah. been... Olivia's. I was hoping they moved him over to how to get away with murder. A lot yeah. of people were saying that in the live chat. He out of they, hey, the see he out of a job. They they need you, fam. Yeah. I think so. Like, move over. I want to see that. Move yeah. to Philly. Where are they? It Philly can still happen though. Yeah, it can. Like oh, you know, uh, it didn't work out with me and the president. Right. So <laughs> what's good? What, no, he <laughs> says what up though. What up though? <laughs> what up, though? Yeah. Oh man, that would be interesting. Nice. It would be kind of weird, honestly, right now, because it's still so fresh to see Scandal characters on another show, like, I know. fully on. Like, it's just too fresh for me right right, right now. Like, if I were to see, like, Fitz playing a love interest somewhere, I'd be like, hold on, fam. <laughs> In my mind, you're supposed to be somewhere with Carrie, so... In the sun. Slow down, exactly. yeah. So I, I want to know what you guys think about Olivia's... I don't know, walk of righting her wrongs this episode. Like her going to Fitz and like, I was the problem. It was me mm-hmm. that was a problem. Going to Jake and literally saying like, it's my fault that you're here because I should have kept you in the sun with me. So what did y'all think ex- particularly about the I'm the problem? I wasn't a fan of it. Her she taking. always does that. That was to, Olivia has said that same speech in some regard at some point to mm-hmm. pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. She done something to hurt somebody. It blows back, and she's like, well, "I'm the one." <laughs> and then they make up, and we go back to doing the dance. Hence, we always getting taken back to that white Diana Ross hat. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's always coming back to that. <laughs> so, I. This episode to me was it was just classic everybody. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. typical like that was their character and that's their personality. That's her personality. Quinn's personality with Charlie, that's her personality. Huck with the I have to testify in front of 15 people, that was <laughs> yeah. his personality. So when she, when when that came and that part and her saying that to Fitz, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." But she I still, felt like she was taking herself. responsibility for every I don't know why. I felt like she was taking responsibility for the weight of the last 7 seasons. How she said it, she was like, everything. I always thought I could fix things. I always thought I could do this. But it's always been me. It was me. And it was like... <laughs> yeah, she's the reason why they're all testifying. Like, she's the reason why B613 is out there. I just felt you know. like, even beyond this episode, I thought that she was... And that was... I was like, no. But you've been saving people and, and handling stuff. But, it's, well... Well... Yes and no. Yeah. yeah I'm with the... I'm with the... Know. I'm on the, fin- the side of it kind of is all her fault. I'm on that side. I'm with you. I'm on that side with the election rigging. Remember, if we go back to the election rigging, uh-huh. she was the deciding vote into if yeah. they're going to do it or not. Okay. It was her. When it came Ooh, down yes, to yes. Um, with was she the one who decided to kill Amanda Tanner? No, no, they ain't have nothing to do with her. It, <laughs> okay. They didn't have nothing to do. With her. But it t- I feel like just thinking back, 
if she wouldn't have inserted herself mm-hmm. into certain situations, they probably would have been off a little bit, a little better off. Mm-hmm. When she, when Lindsay Dwyer and the whole Lindsay Dwyer situation happened, she was the one who got Quinn and took her True. and made her Quinn, and then Quinn became B six thirteen and became this killer. If, if Olivia would have left her alone. Mm-hmm. Lindsay would have just been Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Huck was no a QPA. Huck was a homeless show. man. He was mm-hmm. like homeless in the subway. He wouldn't have killed anyone. He just would have been homeless. Yeah. I think it's like a gift and a curse to be mm-hmm. Olivia Pope, honestly. Because yeah. she wields yeah. so much power and has mm-hmm. so much influence. So it's like, I, I just feel like it, things had to play out that way. I don't know. That's the cliche thing to say. But if she hadn't done all the things that she's done, we wouldn't have a show. And they, they, wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't be in True. the places that they were. Like they all, think about... Being just fixers and lawyers in her office to people who, you know, chief of staff, wielding power, making decisions that they've made. Like, they've come such a long way, despite all of the hardships that they each had to endure and sacrifices that they all made. True. And they all got a itch of that power and wanted it, too. So, I don't know. I think it's a little bit of everything. They did. I think they would have each had more of a white hat, though, without her. Like, Abby also turned pretty cold. Everyone would have probably been less dark dark without Olivia. If they were just, uh, like, OPA, that one being white hats, that was enough. Being gladiators was enough. Like, Liv brought them into, like, White House. Well, because she was involved in the White House. Right. So that's why I thought her apology was necessary. I'm like, yep, (laughs) tell them. It is. Oh, God. I see it. My goodness. But shout out to our live uh, chatters. Bex G said it really is all Liv's fault. (laughs) Well. And that sums it up. Well. They said, how are we not crying right now? How are we no. not crying? Bailey Bear I mean, we says, Huck is really a big Yeah. I cried during this show. Like, at this point, actually, at the end, I may still cry. Let me be quiet. I know. When I go back and rewatch it, I'm just going to sit. Because I like to watch it. All the lights off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just looking real creepy Ooh. at the TV like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm a cry man. You really painted that scene. I can picture it. it. Yeah. Just What's next you got when you do that? Wine and popcorn. Okay, okay. Wine and popcorn <laughs> on deck. Truly a fashion. Oh my gosh. Oh, she didn't have wine in this episode. She didn't. She didn't. No. I was so bummed about that. But we did get a white coat, that yeah. white trench at the white end. Trench. It was fierce. It was fierce. It was fierce. Yes. We got the, the walk. walk is back. Yeah, the Ugh. walk is definitely back. Ugh. Yeah, you know this show honestly is. We talked about it in the beginning about its impact on social media and mm-hmm. just the the togetherness that it created with the TV watching experience. And it's I feel like it's like cemented in pop culture to me yeah. because everyone's gonna know Olivia Pope that walk all her signature things. Even in the Netflix series, um, Dear White People. I oh yeah, it was. they were all watching parody series. Yeah, yeah. Parody yeah. series. Defamation or something. Yeah. Defamation. That's what it was called. And everybody was sitting around like, oh, girl, did you see that? And it was, it was completely like scandal. And to just see that alone is like, damn, yo, scandal really was that show. Is yeah. that show. Was, oh. It's, it's so just, true. Yeah. I'm going gonna, gonna to miss that. And Kerry Washington literally being the first black woman since... Nine, well, 40 years. I can't do the math real quick. But 40 <laughs> years since there's been a lead actress that's been black on mm-hmm. a TV series. On a major like, network, what? yeah. And now, you got Taraji, you got... I mean, Viola, Viola, yeah. Viola. <laughs> Megan Good was on Deception for a second. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Half a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, live chat. Yeah. Y'all are... Oh, are we talking about The Walking Dead here? What's going on? What they say? And all in caps. Oh, so are we happy with Olivia's legacy? 
Yes, because we, we talked about her legacy a lot, and I, I feel like it's a great question. Because I, with those two little girls watching yeah. her painting, I feel like it wrapped it up, and I feel like I am happy with the legacy she left. Well, somebody mm-hmm. in the chat said something about her those little girls looking at fifth, oh, the president's mistress. So the question is, oh gosh, is her legacy if we if we're talking about all of Olivia and from the Let's beginning it, yeah. from the end, mm-hmm. her coming in and winning the election for Fitz, people not knowing her being like his his um the head of his campaign, getting mm-hmm. him in the White House, but then turning into the side chick, quote unquote, mm-hmm. the mistress, but then becoming the girlfriend, the official girlfriend for mm-hmm. the first time, yep. And having that that being that staple, what is her legacy? What would her legacy be? Will people still call her the mistress? Would people mm. think she's the Monica Lewinsky of Fitz? Or would mm-hmm. they think she's more of, you know, like, no, his his right hand? Right. How do we feel about her? Sex sells. So people will think about that first. It'd probably be half and half. People will probably say she's the Monica Lewinsky. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Especially well, even remember, haters. was it the last episode? Well... What was the episode where the, the girl moved to D.C. and she was the intern? Yeah. And he said, yeah. she moved here because she loved you. Yeah. I oh, ain't yeah. like your... Uh, he yeah, essentially yeah. said, I ain't like your ass from the beginning. Yeah. And you're the reason. So, like, I, I think it's going to be 50-50. Like, people are going to feel different ways about her. But in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of like what Papa Pope was saying, where even though he had to do some shady things, it was for the greater good. Mm. Granted, Olivia didn't always do it for the greater good. For the Republic. For the Republic. Everything. Oh, yes. And as Quinn would say, shut up. <laughs> that was funny. I actually enjoyed that. I enjoyed that line. That was good. Me, like, she just did. shut up. Which is like, what does that even mean? Like, <laughs> yes. What is the Republic? <laughs> oh, my God. Seems like the chat is like pretty on the mistress train. She'll always be the mistress, Kimberly Mayfield says. And the Queen of Regal says, chief staff. Fixer, mistress, command, girlfriend, legacy, right hand, all of it. I guess so it's Prince Charles. So Prince Charles, mm-hmm. Camilla, mm-hmm. was his mistress. Mm-hmm. Do we call, and, and some people still remember that, but a lot of people don't. Is she known as now his wife or is she known as his mistress turn wife? Because to me, that's a good, that's kind of a mm-hmm. good stuff. She's the only mistress that was that turned. Is. Well, I still think it's 50-50. A, I, I feel like it's one of those things where some people bring it up. And then some people are like, oh, this is what? Like, it's, it's, I think with this situation, it will always be some people will look at it as Olivia is a mistress. And some people will be like, but Olivia is Olivia Pope. That's yeah. the Olivia Pope. <laughs> like, I feel like my parents, regardless of the situation, they would be like, but that's Olivia that's Pope. Just, right. Olivia yeah. Pope went in there and she worked for this president Didn't and it. this president and she did that. I think her body of work speaks more for her than who she slept with, in my opinion. But It's generational. It is. Who remembers it? When that time comes. But she did make, I love that line. I think it was like an episode or two episodes ago. She made two presidents. She did. Mm-hmm. Say that? She did. Like, she got both the grants elected. Yep. Like, yeah, two of them. That's so huge. really quick, I have Shonda Rhimes' response to the same question, which is why I asked it. Because she was asked what she hopes. She had her on the line. Oh, Olivia. Shonda Rhimes. How you doing, girl? Your book is great. Talked about. She said, I feel, I feel like she's been a very three dimensional independent woman who was and at the time when female characters weren't really anti heroes and anti hero. And now it feels very normal and obvious that female characters can be anti heroes. And it feels normal and obvious that women of color can lead the shows. So hopefully that is something that this show has done. Mm. Yes. 
Okay, Shonda. Yeah. Yes. So she's good. even talking about her outside of the show legacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think this would be a good scandal recap if we don't do our Shady Boots yeah. moment one last time. Yes. So cue the music. Get ready to shake your shoulders down. These boots are made for walking. <laughs> <laughs> just what they'll do. Uh-huh, uh-huh. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Okay, flesh. And that was actually started by our old panelists. Yes. Ryan Graham, we got to yes. shout you out. He was our panel uh, panel member last year mm-hmm. who, called, who coined the term shady boots. Yes, yes. He he was talking about who's who's being shady this episode. They wear some shady boots, <laughs> and it stuck. So there we go. Shady boots only, guys. I actually didn't even have one this episode. I didn't have one, which is so bad. I know, but I didn't have one. I feel like it wasn't even a good shady boots moment, but the shut up line was just yeah. Great. It was yeah. a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. My it. shady boots moment is in the parking lot. When, oh. yes, when David was talking to Jake, mm. and he was like, go ahead, shoot me like your daddy told you to. Oh. It's like, you about to get shot, but <laughs> <laughs> like, that was next. But yeah, that was a good line. That was, that was, good. That was a little shady. That was shady, shady. Y'all yeah, got Cornelia, I know you, you have a, what was it? Shady boots. Cold oh, boots. yeah. Oh, so let's yeah. do a cold piece of the week. Ooh. Bringing it so back, guys. cold piece of the week is a segment that I used to do at the end of the, uh, the episode. Or cold piece could be good or bad. It's, you know, your mom like, girl, you cold piece. It could mean anything. So for the final scandal yes. episode oh. of the series, cold piece of the week goes to one Miss Carrie Washington mm-hmm. for carrying this role with such grace and with such class. Even when people would come up to her on the street and yell at her and talk or whatever because they <laughs> thought she was the actual Olivia Pope. They didn't stand for what Olivia was actually doing for her. Her cold piece of the week, Shonda Rhimes gets cold piece of the week for just being Shonda Rhimes and giving us this show and something to gather around and, and come as a community and talk about every week for seven years. Mm. And then cold piece of the week goes to all of the viewers at AfterBuzz who have stuck by from yes. season one. All the way to today, season Woo, seven. Yes. You went, you saw the old regime, the new regime. You accepted the new regime with open arms and you embraced them. And for that, uh, we just want to, you know, me and Emil and I, Bam and Sophia, we just say thank you and, and blessings to you all, you yeah. four, for taking it and running with it and making it even bigger and better than what we could have imagined and what we thought. So, cold piece goes to fans and y'all Thanks. for yes. any meals tears. Because oh. <laughs> this dude right here was the balling crying. So, gold cold piece goes to Emil Ennis Jr. Oh, that's so sweet. And his paper towel. I have a little tear. I know. Uh, don't cry. Don't Before cry. we get the tears, I do want to say, if, if you're watching or you're watching later, thank you to Zoe Perry. Thank you to Tony Goldwyn. Thank you to... Um, uh, George, George Newburn. Newburn for coming through for yes. to Jeff Perry who came through on a previous season mm-hmm. all the guests from the show who have showed us love thank you so so much it means so much to us to the the fans who watch our show every week like thank you so much for, for showing us love and thank you to you guys for being such a bomb ass <laughs> panel yes. um, I know personally this was my first show at After Buzz that I was asked to lead host and it definitely has left a lasting impact on me and everything that Carrie has brought to the show, everything about the show, all the the black love, power, all the messages that it's sent, like it's something that's impacted me forever and I'll never ever forget. So thank you guys. Final thoughts? (laughs) She's speechless. Yeah. I'm sad. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yes. Uh, no, just thank you guys for being great yeah. panelists. Thank you guys for pushing me. I know sometimes I didn't talk. Sometimes I didn't talk. You guys and the viewers would push me too. Like, Paris, say something. <laughs> so um, just thank you guys for my growth. It really kind of hit me for a second, but I'm not. I just want to say thank you to all of our viewers. Thank you for riding with all of my crazy theories and the thought processes and the stuff that we discussed and just really experiencing scandal through our eyes. You guys are committed. You guys comment and tweet us every single week. Every week. And we're, we were overwhelmed. Thank you for accepting us as new panelists after the OGs set the table. Thank you to the OGs because we wouldn't be here. Talk about stepping on shoulders. My goodness, we wouldn't be here if y'all didn't start it and make this show amazing on this platform. And um, gosh, this is my first After Buzz show, period. Mm-hmm. So um, that is, is monumental. And I, I don't know. I just I'm happy that we got to do this and this will forever be a bond. Forever. And, um, Email. Yeah. You got. Yeah. Close. You got to. Um, so I look at the camera. Uh, after Buzz, when I started After Buzz, I was still a boy from Atlanta who moved out to LA with a dream. Um, I was still in the closet. I, um, was scared of what people would think. I was not myself. I was not authentic. Um, and Kevin Undergaro gave me the opportunity to host the Scandal After Show. Um, and I think the reason why I drank so much wine tonight is because not only the show's ending, but because this show just literally, and this after show just has such a special place in my heart. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I wanted to come tonight was to say like a final goodbye, which is hard for me because my life has changed so much since I, since I did that after show. I met my boyfriend at After Buzz. Um, I just think I met... My sisters and my... Um, So this show isn't just a show to me. And I think for me, it's really hard to let it go. But it's also a signal of change and growth. And I'm so glad that you guys got to come in and experience this. Mm -hmm. And it was so hard for me to let this show go as my baby. Um, and I remember after I came last year, met you guys, I was very happy with who (laughs) took over. Um, and I know this won't be the last time I interact with you guys. Um, I'm just so grateful for this show, giving me the opportunity to express who I am for letting me make these wonderful connections for giving me a platform to, express who I am as a person. Cornelia knows because Cornelia was always sitting right next to me on the show. When I came out on air for the first time, Cornelia was right there next to me. It was when James died. I finally said on air for the first time that I'm gay. And uh, I just have so many memories connected to this after show and to this show. So I'm just so grateful for everything. Um, And I'm truly going to miss this. But, uh, you know... Yeah. It's it will be on Netflix, so yeah. if I ever need to go back, I am there. Yes. And um yeah, it's just it's it's bittersweet, but I'm just I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm happy and I'm grateful.
And Beautiful. no more wine for me. Thank you, Shonda. Yes, thank you, guys. Thank you, Shonda. Thank you, Tony, Maria Menounos, and Katie. Kevin Undergaro yes. for giving us this platform. CEO. Thank you. Yes. Well, that's it, guys. Yeah. We are officially wrapped. Um, I'm still going to be talking about scandal for as long as I want so find me on Twitter <laughs> I don't know somebody find me on Twitter at Christine Bean with three E's um, let's, let's stay in touch guys um, we're all going to continue hosting here so follow us follow our journeys our careers and continue to love scandal the way we do Tessa where can they find you I'm so happy you joined us um, you guys can find me on all social media at Tessa underscore Saval Bye, guys. I'm going to really miss your comments. I gotta shout out Quintessential and also Escales on YouTube comments because I love your novel comments. And uh, you guys can find me, sorry, on, everywhere on social media at Paris Rose with two R's. And I'll shout out Sarah B. And yes. on YouTube, yes. um, BSB Girl, who brings it every week. Um, we love you. We love you so much. Um, I'm Jessica Williams. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. And our guests, yeah. where can they find you? You can find both of us and Sophia, uh, Sophia Stanley. Oh, yeah, Sophia, oh, no. wait. Oh. Sophia yeah. actually, okay, so we do a podcast outside of this called Happy Hour Shout Out Conversation. Sophia couldn't be here tonight, but if you go to iTunes or any podcast platform, search for Happy Hour Shout Out Conversation. Sophia actually said her goodbye on our podcast if she nice. couldn't be here. Okay, good. So again, happy hour, shot of conversation, iTunes, all apps for podcasts can be heard. You can find me at Canelia on all social media or Canelia.com, which Emil <laughs> designed because hey. he has the fire graphics work. Yeah. Um, and that's where you can find me. Keep up with me. I'm on stage. Um, throughout uh, LA so if you want to check some shows out just holla at me yes, and you can find me at Emil Ennis Jr. Um, online and it's been a pleasure I love each and every one of you all the gladiators who have stayed till the very end um, <sighs> love you guys love you guys so much and that's a wrap peace that's a wrap From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.